culture war is heating up, folks. It is heating up. As I suspected, the month of June is going to be a big month for the culture war because we, the people, are sick and tired of having an agenda shoved down our throat, an agenda that caters to only 4% of the population is being shoved down our throat. It's not enough. It is not enough that we tolerate the fact that they exist, which is perfectly fine, that we tolerate their existence. But we must celebrate them. And even worse now, we must sacrifice our children to their God. And this is not this this is not hyperbole. They want access to our children so that they can recruit them into their religion. They want to proselytize to our children. And this is a religion. It is an alternate religion. While they do not necessarily acknowledge the existence of a god, well, you have the individual that Target partnered with who is a transgender. It's, uh, she is a female biologically, but she is transgender male, or she identifies as a man. And she is an open Satanist, and she sells pins that say Satan respects pronouns and Satan is love and so on and so forth. This is, this is another religion, and if you're looking at it from a purely spiritual, biblical standpoint, this is nothing more than, than the worship of Satan. Now, I want you to understand here that anything that is not worshiping Christ— is worshiping Satan. We humans are wired to worship. It just depends on what we're going to worship. Are we going to worship our creator God, or are we going to worship idols? And, and this pride movement is nothing more than that. It, it is the penultimate version of the type of thing that the serpent talked Eve and Adam into in the garden. The definition, uh, according to Webster, the definition of religion, a personal set of or institutionalized system of religious attitudes, beliefs, and practices, uh, the service and worship of God or the supernatural, commitment or devotion to religious faith or observance, a cause principle, or system of beliefs held to with ardor and faith and scrupulous conformity. We can definitely say that the pride movement insists on scrupulous conformity, and their orthodoxy is ever strict. Now, they are at the forefront of wokeness. It used to be race, but the transgender movement has moved to the forefront of the woke uh, column, if you will. And major corporations who have gotten involved, who have embraced the woke movement, are paying for this 
massively. We can look at this through the, the three major companies that have stepped up and decided that they are going to be the vanguard when it comes to uh, pushing the woke agenda in the United States. The first one, who has been out there for quite some time, unapologetically, a, uh, a propaganda outlet who openly has said that they have a not-so-secret gay agenda and that they are specifically, intentionally targeting children for sexual grooming, that being Disney. Okay, let's take a look at how this has affected Disney financially. Disney's market capitalization peaked most recently in March of 2021 at $358.24 billion. Disney's market capitalization now, which is market capitalization is the overall value of a company. If you were to uh, uh, all outstanding stock, if you were to sell the company right now, what it would be worth. And their market capitalization now is $166.99 billion or $167 billion. This is a total loss of $191.25 billion. Now let's take a look at... Anheuser-Busch, who one could almost say, well, they were just unfortunate in a, in, a, in a way. They were unfortunate because they were the straw that broke the camel's back. They were the, uh, the step too far. And Anheuser-Busch's uh, market capitalization has actually been dropping since 2017, uh, fairly consistently, uh, kind of a, a lot of ups and downs, but it's been trending downward since 2017. However, they got involved with Dylan Mulvaney in April. April 1st was when he released his video. On April 3rd, their market capitalization was $133.6 billion dollars. It is currently sitting at $119.65 billion. And this is a total drop of $17 billion. Understand, we're talking billion with a B. Okay. And now we've got Target. Target has been woke for quite some time. And they have, uh, they, they came out woke when they decided that they were going to allow males who identify as females into female restrooms. And they faced a little bit of backlash then, but this was just the beginning. This was just at the beginning of the put the transgender push of the transgender cult. But now, now target has come out. And like I said, they partnered with an openly transgender, openly Satanist designer to 
develop clothes and tote bags and pins and uh, other things targeted towards children, grooming children. So Target has been doing this woke thing for a while. Let's look at where they peaked. And that was in July of 2021 at $128.71 billion. They have been trending steadily downward since. Their market capitalization now is $70.37 billion, a total loss of $58.35 billion. As you can see, this is clear evidence that going woke gets you broke. Or as one of my favorite YouTubers, Overlord DVD, likes to say, the wages of woke is broke. And we've gone over this before. As far as why is this the case? Why is this the case if these companies are consistently losing money on wokeness? Why are they doing it? Well, the fact is that they aren't interested in profits. They are being run by leftist ideologues. Leftists don't care about profits. Leftists don't care about capitalism. Leftists care about the agenda of the left. And the agenda of the left, from a secular standpoint, is the collapse of Western civilization, of Western republicanism, so that a global socialist utopia can be built. This has been their dream for time out of time. A one-world global utopia under their rule, where the people do not have a choice in who rules them, because, you see, these leftists are our intellectual superiors. They are our uh, moral and ethical superiors. They are superior to us in all ways, and so they must rule over we, the people. They know better than us. And so, not content to be in control of the government, they have decided to extend their filthy paws into the private sector, into major corporations, into major investment firms with access to trillions of dollars of investor funds. You see, in the government, they only had access to our tax dollars the tax dollars which they could extort from us through threat of incarceration. But now, in the private sector, they have access to our private funds that we invest willfully into their companies, and they can use these funds then to try to produce political and social change by pushing their agenda through their companies. The only thing is, 
in doing this, they opened themselves up to legal repercussions. You see, you can't sue the government for taking too many taxes from you. But you can sue a private corporation for misusing your investment funds. It's called fiduciary responsibility. The leaders of a corporation have a responsibility to the investors to produce a profit. And if they run a company in such a way that consistently reduces profit or, even worse, brings about a loss, like has happened with Disney, Anheuser-Busch, and Target, and soon-to-be other major corporations, then the leaders of those companies can be sued. And that looks like it is shaping up to happen. As a matter of fact, in the case of Disney, it looks like investigations... Uh, you see, when you sue somebody, when you bring them to court, you get what is called discovery. You get access to their records. And it's a very distinct possibility that Disney has been lying, not only to their investors, but to the federal government, about how they have been handling their money. And if that's the case, that could bring about potentially criminal charges. Not under this current regime, of course, because Disney is acting as a propaganda outlet for the current regime. But certainly, potentially, in the future, when we, the people, regain control of our federal government. There are also rumblings that Budweiser, or Anheuser-Busch, is going to be facing similar lawsuits from their investors, a class action lawsuit for violation of their fiduciary responsibilities. You see, it is not the job of a board of directors of a company to try to push social change. And Target, Target has gone even further into this situation. You see, the vice president for, uh, let me see, brand management, the vice president for their brand management, happens to be a member of GLSEN, which is a pride activist organization that targets children through public schools. GLSEN says that teachers should keep trans and non-binary students' gender identities confidential, including from parents. They also look to put children's books pushing the Pride agenda into schools, and they advise teachers how to introduce the Pride agenda into their uh, lesson plans, up to and including math, and science classes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is proselytization. This is a religion. And they are demanding our children be sacrificed to their God. That is what this is. There's nothing short of that. 
And this fellow by the name of uh, Saavedra, Carlos Saavedra, Target's vice president for brand management, also volunteers as a director for Glesson, which supports LGBTQ youth in schools. Now, it makes it sound at the beginning of this. This is uh, from uh, the Daily Mail. At the beginning of this story, it makes it sound like this guy uh, has been working for Target, but he also volunteers for this pride organization. But it turns out that he was working for this pride organization first. He joined the pride organization in May of 2019. And surprise, surprise, in July of the same year, 2019, he was made vice president of brand management, or he was, he, he joined Target in July of 2019, and he was made vice president of brand management in January of 2021. So he first started out as an activist. Then he was hired to this major corporation because he was an activist. And then he was promoted to brand management. So what the CEO of Target did, and the CEO is a hardcore leftist ideologue. What he did was he identified somebody who had connections to an organization that specifically targets children for sexual deviancy and sexual abuse. And he hired that individual to help him market to that exact idea using Target stores. That's what happened. It's not that this guy was working at Target and then he started to volunteer for this organization. No. He was an activist with this organization that specifically targeted children and the CEO of Target specifically hired him to help him do the same thing with Target. And now, Target is paying the price. Now, Target has said that they backed off their agenda. They said that they pulled a lot of the stuff out of the stores. This was a lie. It never happened. They said that they shrank the size of the pride displays. That's a lie. Never happened. They said that they moved them to the back of the stores. Didn't happen. It's a lie. They also said that they did this in response to threats of violence from the right against their employees. That, too, is a lie. It never happened. They also said that there were uh, right-wing Christian MAGA activists going into their stores and tearing up the pride displays. This, too, is a lie. It never happened. There is zero evidence of any of this happening. However, Target did face threats of violence, very serious threats of violence just recently. But it came from the left. I've said this multiple times. Political, cultural violence is the exclusive purview of the left. 
You do not see Christians going around uh, violently targeting people with whom they disagree. It doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. And just like you do not see what, like BLM said, you do not see police officers actively hunting down unarmed black people. It never existed. There is zero evidence for it. Rather, what happens is the left will claim that these things happen without any evidence whatsoever, and then they will use that to justify their violence against the people that they hate. Look at what happened in Nashville with the transgender shooter that murdered six Christians. I'm sorry, nine, was it nine? No, it was six Christians, three of whom were nine years old. Nine-year-old children. She shot up a Christian school, specifically targeting Christians. There are no Christians going around killing transgenders or hunting them down. It's not happening anywhere in the United States. Anywhere. There are zero occurrences of this happening. But there are transgenders, transgender terrorists, specifically targeting Christians. Or regular, what one might call normies. And in this case, they targeted Target. Because Target said that they were going to back off of the pride thing. They were going to back off because of the boycott. And they got a response. And this is from the Gateway Pundit. Utah Target evacuated after reports of trans extremists threatening to bomb multiple Target locations for removing satanic groomer products. On Friday afternoon, a bomb threat to multiple locations prompted the evacuation of a Target store in Utah. The incident unfolded at a Target store located at 810 West 2000 North in Layton, Utah. A law and law enforcement, including a bomb squad and canine unit, immediately responded to the scene around 1 p.m., according to local news outlet KUTV2. Folks, if law enforcement responds and people were evacuated, as it says, all customers and staff were directed to the parking lot as a precautionary measure, then that means the threat was legitimate. You didn't see any police getting called out because uh, a bunch of Christians had gone through and destroyed the, uh, the pride displays or got violent in protest in front of the Target stores or were uh, actively threatening Target employees. There was no police response to any of these things which means they weren't real. The reason they didn't get the police involved is because they couldn't prove that any of it happened. Rather, they just said that it happened and put it out in a press release and expected everybody to believe it. But fewer and fewer people are actually believing it because most people, when they saw that press release, they were like, eh, yeah, no, that's not what's happening. You're changing your policies. You're backing off because you're afraid that people aren't going to spend any money in your stores, which is apparently starting to happen. 
going back to the story here. The threats extended beyond Layton, the Layton location with stores in Salt Lake, Taylorsville, and Provo. In addition to the incidents in Utah, five Target stores located in northeast Ohio and Pennsylvania were also threatened. According to reports, authorities were alerted to the threats after local news stations received emails from trans extremists, let's call them terrorists, threatening to bomb Target for removing satanic groomer merchandise. Ladies and gentlemen, if somebody is threatening to bomb someplace, if somebody is threatening violence in order to cause political or social change, there is a word for that in the dictionary, and that word is terrorism. There is a word for people who target a specific group and go around murdering them because they hate them. And that word is terrorist. Let us start using words that are appropriate to the situation. This is a quote from the email. Target is full of redacted cowards who turned their back on the LGBT community and decided to cater to homophobic right-wing redneck bigots who protested and vandalized their store. None of that happened. Nobody is protesting outside of Target. Nobody is vandalizing their stores. We won't stand idly by as the far right continues to hunt us down. Also, not happening. Did not happen, is not happening. Nobody is hunting down gay people. Nobody is hunting down transgender people. They are making this up so that they have justification for their own violence. We are sending you a message. We placed a bomb in the following targets. The email continued, We will continue to bomb your targets until you stop cowering and bring back your LGBT merchandise. We will not be erased. We won't go quietly. This sounds ever so brave from somebody who sent this email from a temporary uh, email account, which you can make. You can actually create an email account that only lasts for 10 minutes and then gets erased. Uh, and, and that's what happened here. And apparently, of course, no uh, real devices were found. This is not to say that these individuals would not have placed a real device if they had had the ability to do so. I also find it kind of curious that they didn't finish out all of the letters and numbers and symbols that they use to describe the pride community. They just stuck with the first four letters. For some reason, that just stands out to me, and I'm not sure exactly why. But anyway, we see here that the only violence that is being used against Target is from the left. It's not from the right. Again, no Christians are going around, no MAGA people are going around tearing down the stuff. Now, there have been apparently some verified cases of uh, Budweiser truck drivers 
getting a hard time, specifically people who are delivering Bud Light. They're saying that they're getting flipped off. They're getting called gay beer truck drivers. Uh, there are apparently a couple of incidents where people have intentionally rammed their shopping cart into the truck. Don't do that, folks. These guys are truck drivers. They've got nothing whatsoever to do with Bud Light's decisions uh, with regards to Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, so leave the truck drivers alone. They're just they're just doing their jobs. Okay, they're not hurting anybody. Just continue to not buy Anheuser Busch products. That's all you got to do. Speaking of Bud Light, they've decided to double down on their particular uh, agenda, even though they have been suffering greatly under the boycott because of the Dylan Mulvaney situation. Bud Light has decided to continue to uh, sponsor the Cincinnati Pride Parade even though they have lost a massive amount of uh, market capitalization. They're still pushing. Anheuser-Busch, uh, Anheuser-Busch's Bud Light is one of the brands sponsoring the upcoming Cincinnati Pride Parade. As the brand's sales continue to plummet following a boycott after the company partnered with transgender activist Dylan Mulvaney. Now, this doesn't make any sense, folks. It just doesn't make any sense. Especially since the Pride community has made it clear that they're going to boycott Anheuser-Busch as well because Anheuser-Busch publicly backed away from Dylan Mulvaney, saying this wasn't a marketing campaign, it was just one can, and, and, and trying desperately to win back the uh, millions of uh customers that they lost. And so the, the pride community has said, well, we're not going to sell your beer in our gay bars and, and uh, so forth. And here they are again, still trying to pander to a group of people that make up no more than 4% of the population. I say that because the most recent numbers from uh, census numbers and from the American Bar Association indicate that the number of homosexuals is around 3.7 or 3.5 to 3.7 percent of the population. Let's give them four. Hell, let's give them five. And of course, the number of actual real transgenders, not trendy transgenders, is three tenths of a percent of the population of the United States. So why? Are you trying to pander to this group of people? You're not going to make billions of You're not going to make up your market capitalization losses for sure. You, can, you can't sell that much beer to these people. You can't. Now, the real problem that Anheuser-Busch faces is brand loyalty. You see, as, as long as somebody is, is loyal to their brand... They'll buy that brand for a long time, especially when it comes to alcoholic beverages like beer. If you're a Bud Light drinker, you're a Bud Light drinker, but 
the brand has to stay loyal to you too. And they didn't. They didn't. And so what happens? Well, the person who was previously loyal to the brand decides that they're going to drink another beer. Potentially, and very likely considering Bud Light's quality, a better beer. Like, say, I don't know, Yingling. Which is coming out and seizing this opportunity with both hands by producing red, white, and blue patriotic uh, cans. And Yingling is probably a better beer. Very likely a better beer. Bud Light is nothing more than an efficient alcohol delivery system. There's not much in the way of taste. But I don't, I've never tried Yingling. I don't know. And I don't really drink anymore. So uh, I, I don't know how it tastes. But I would imagine that it's better than Bud Light. Yingling is the oldest brewery in the United States. And again, they're seizing on this uh, with both hands. Matter of fact, let's go ahead and see if we can look up Yingling's uh, market cap. Okay, well, it looks like uh, Yingling uh, doesn't have any uh, market capitalization because it is a privately owned company. It is not publicly traded. So there's no way to tell uh, how they're doing. But I would imagine they're doing quite a bit better than, say, Anheuser-Busch. Uh, they are on the rise. And there are other companies who have decided that they are going to get involved in the culture war on the other side, one of which is Kohl's. Kohl's is selling transgender-themed clothing for three-month-old babies. It appears Kohl's wants to follow in the footsteps of Target and Bud Light to commemorate, quote, Pride Month, end quote. Kohl's has released a new Pride-themed apparel for adults, children, and even babies. The Twitter account End Wokeness made the discovery and tweeted out a photo of a display in Kohl's that was advertising Pride clothing and accessories. Included in the display was some trans-themed baby clothing that contained a dog with a trans flag and children waving LGBTQ flags on them. Alex LaRusso, who goes by the Twitter handle ALX, confirmed the merchandise is in fact from Kohl's and was able to find the merchandise on the Kohl's website. Cole's pride section reads, We are committed to amplifying and affirming the voices of the pride community, celebrating the joy that comes from living authentically and unapologetically, not just this month, but all year long. And then they've got the rainbow flag and they've got people wearing rainbow t-shirts that say, Be Proud. Right now, Kohl's stock is sitting at $20.03 a share. That will probably change. Uh, folks, the old saying, the saying that has been going around for a while, get woke, go broke, is a thing. All right? 
if you are a major corporation, and this is why I think this is going to be coming to a big head in June. This is, this is where the rubber is going to meet the road, as it were, because we the people are fed up with this garbage. And major corporations are going all out in June on this anti-American, anti-Western, anti-Christian movement. And we're tired of it. And we're going to make them pay. And what is also going to happen, I expect, is that some... Uh, some people out there, some enterprising people with enough capital are going to start creating alternatives to these mega corporations. And these mega corporations are going to come down. They're going to get knocked down. Now, they might not go the way of Disney necessarily. They might turn themselves around. It is very distinctly possible that through uh, class action lawsuits from investors and so forth that these woke board members, these uh, woke people who occupy the C-suites of these corporations are going to be removed and replaced with people who are interested in doing what a corporation is supposed to do and that's make a profit. But I think we are going to see a lot of change happening starting this month or this coming month in June. I, I think it's inevitable. I think we the people are fed up with this, but I also think along with this, we are going to see an increase in violent action from the left. I don't know to what extent. I know that any real violent action is only going to occur in uh, jurisdictions that will tolerate it. That being jurisdictions that are run by Democrats, major cities in blue states like Portland, places like that, there might be actual real violence. You're not going to see it as much, say, in... Texas or Florida. You're definitely not going to see it in Texas. <laughs> At least not for long. But I think we can see, we will, we can expect an increase in violence. It would not surprise me if, if some of these gay pride events got violent. It would also not surprise me if there were not some false flag type situations that occur at these uh, pride parades in order to try to drum up sympathy and also justification for leftist violence. Uh, case in point, a really pathetic attempt at this was done by some leftists, maybe with the uh, permission of Target corporate, maybe with just permission of the management of a Target store, but there's a video going around of a fat guy in a white t-shirt wearing, of course, a red MAGA hat, walking in an exaggerated redneck manner, and 
knocking over a uh, a rainbow display at a target and then making stomping motions. You, you can't see below his waist, so you don't know if he's actually stomping on anything, but he's making stomping motions and he's mumbling things that one might expect a MAGA extremist to say. What this really is, is uh, a bunch of leftists, and this guy is a leftist, and he is behaving the way that leftists think that a quote-unquote MAGA extremist would behave. You see, they, they, there is no evidence of any of this violent behavior from the right. So they have to fake it. They have to create it. The left is, is, this is one of their standard tactics. I don't know how many times we've seen cases of uh, black churches vandalized with uh, Nazi symbols and, and, and white supremacy symbols and hate symbols and stuff like that. And it turns out that a member of the black community themselves did it. Or, oh, I don't know, uh, a case of where a uh, moderately famous uh, TV show star who's about to get written off his show comes across two fellows at 2.30 in the morning wearing red MAGA hats and just happened to be carrying rope to lynch a black gay person. I'm actually surprised that the video that they shot at Target with this fake MAGA guy didn't include two Nigerian brothers with ropes. Uh, and then, of course, you've got the whole uh, NASCAR Bubba Wallace thing where uh, he uh, identified a, uh, a garage pull uh, cord as a noose. All of these things are false flags. They didn't happen. And then you've got the really super big false flag of January 6th, which again has now been proven to have been indeed uh, uh, executed by the park police, and the Capitol Police, and the FBI. So all of these things, you know, I, I wouldn't surprise if, be surprised if something like that happens in June, because there's not going to be any real violence from the right. We found out what it takes to attack these big corporations. We just stopped giving them our money. And what makes it easier, actually, to do that is the Biden economy, because the economy sucks anyway. So, but, but it's very easy to find alternatives to these mega stores you just shop local there are local mom and pop places where you can get stuff you know you don't have to shop at target i saw uh, there was somebody who posted on twitter i don't know who it was but uh somebody posted on twitter that the uh the the biggest insult now in june that you can say to somebody is you probably buy bud light from target that's fantastic. We're winning, folks. We're winning this particular battle, but I want to point out as as I the important thing 
is not to get discouraged. Not to get discouraged by all of this. We're winning, but not only are we winning currently, we've already won. This war has already been won, and it was won by Christ 2,000 years ago. So don't get discouraged when you see all of this bad stuff happening. Hell, we could be losing, and we shouldn't get discouraged. We're already winning, or we've already, and we're winning here now with this, with this battle, but we've already won. In the end, when it all comes down, when it's all over, we win. I have read the book. I know how everything ends. I read all the way through the last pages. And we win. The good guys win. The bad guys lose. All right, folks. That is it for this particular episode of the podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please share this out there. And if you're listening to this on uh, one of my video outlets, hit the like and subscribe button, please, and share this out there as well. You can find my videos because a lot of times there's content on my videos that is not in the podcast and vice versa. You can find my videos on odyssey.com, O-D-Y-S-E-E.com, bitshoot.com, B-I-T-C-H-U-T-E.com, and rumble.com. And, of course, my podcast, The Doc Bryant Show, is available wherever you can get podcasts, except Apple. I want to thank you again very much for listening, and I will talk to you all later.